to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Oh my God, you guys, I cannot freaking wait for you to hear this episode. Like, holy crap, you're going to love it. I have been obsessed with this company that we are talking with today. It's called Needed from the second that I found them, which was not that long ago, but I am literally blown away by this conversation, by the integrity of this company. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. So who we are talking to today and who you're going to listen in on a conversation I had with is Ryan, who is the co-founder and co-CEO of Needed, which is a nutrition company that is on a freaking mission to empower real nourishment for women who are on their journey of pregnancy, motherhood, beyond all the things. We talk about the importance of nutrients that are needed in the preconception period, first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, how superior their products are to other products. And let me freaking tell you, you know how I am so particular about the supplements and the products that I take and that I recommend to you. I am blown away by the therapeutic ranges that these prenatals have, by the forms of actual nutrients that these prenatals have, by the third-party testing, by the integrity of this company. I am so blown away from I started taking uh, needed prenatals, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, it's about a month now. And I feel the difference in taking these supplements. And I was taking high quality professional grade supplements for months and months and months, for years. For years, I've been taking high quality professional grade supplements that I really liked until I found needed and I realized, holy shit, this is so much better. So if you are someone who is in the prenatal stage, maybe you are thinking about conceiving whenever, in the next six months, in the next year, whenever it is, maybe you are pregnant, maybe you're postnatal, this conversation is so important. And it needs to be shared far and wide because there's so many people. One of the things I can't, I just can't wait for you to listen to this because she talks about how so many people are nutrient deficient, even with taking a prenatal, how most prenatals don't even include all the nutrients that a woman actually needs for optimal nourishment the ingredients that are in some types of prenatals that are just on the shelves, what else you need in addition to a prenatal, like we get into it. I'm just going to stop talking and rambling because I can't wait for you to listen to this episode with Ryan, the co-founder from Needed. Of course, you're going to want to check out this company. All the information is in the show notes. I literally can't wait for you to try them out. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. But before I just keep going and going, let's get into today's episode with Ryan, the co-founder of Needed. Ryan, I'm so excited that you're here on the Mind Your Hormones podcast. I can't wait to chat with you. I like I just said as we were before we hit record, I've been obsessed with your company since I found them and I can't wait to dive into all the details, but before we do, can you just introduce yourself to the listener? Ren, awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. That's uh, so nice to hear, especially <laughs> with all the amazing work you do. I am Ryan, one of the co-founders of Needed, and we're a perinatal nutrition business. So that I'm excited to tell you a little bit more today, I guess, about what we do and why. Yes. Okay. Amazing. So how, how did you get into this business? Like, I just want to know like how this got created, how long has this business been around? Um, like, give me kind of all the details of your story and what got you into this space because it's so thorough and so thought out. And so like, I'm so impressed. And everyone who's listening, who's been a listener for a while knows how particular I am with the supplements and products that I use. And I am just blown away. So I really want to know your story and how you got into all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to tell you. Uh, and is it maybe not as linear as you would think? But so my business partner, Julie, and I, we actually met as next door neighbors in graduate school. We were in business school and, um, but immediately bonded as being kindred spirits over both have been lifelong nutrition nerds. And mm-hmm. we were always sort of like the most nutritionally focused kind of group of our friends. We had both done extensive nutritional training 
out of personal interest, even though we weren't formally, um, you know, nutritionists as part of our uh, business, but it was a passion area for both of us. I think for me individually, it really stemmed from an interest in the environment. And at Mm. the core, I like think a lot of the reason you need supplementation is really because of our environment, you know, food not being um, as nutritious as it once was, or even if you are eating the best of it, the best as I was when I started looking at needed um, stress, environmental exposure, all these other kind of lifestyle environmental factors really put extra strain on our bodies, making mm. us be sort of less nutritionally supported than you would think. And really sort of at needed at the core, we want to support you optimally and believe that um, supplementation if used appropriately can really help do so. So Julie and I met in business school. This was seven years ago at this point in time. Um, and yeah, September, seven years ago. And we weren't yet moms ourselves at the time, but had this big deep background in nutrition. And we were watching a lot of our friends begin the motherhood journey. And I think we were really exposed to that perinatal kind of life stage and the challenges of it for the first time. And we were just shocked given our like nutritional understanding and training how poor the nutritional support was. And I think we really just had these like a core belief that a lot of the outcomes our friends were facing, whether from, you know, infertility challenges all the way through early childhood development challenges, like it could be better if nutrition was part of the picture in a bigger way at this life stage. And Mm. so we dug into the research and really found that despite 97% of women taking a prenatal and pregnancy, um, 95% of them are nutrient deficient. And so insane. Hold on. Can we just like pause for that for a second? 97% of women taking a prenatal and 95% of them are still nutrient deficient. That is wild. And that's why I, I love that you're on talking about this because even the ones that doctors prescribe to their clients, to their patients. Like I've had clients where they show me like, oh, this is the prenatal my doctor prescribed to me. And I'm like, no, like this is terrible. Not only what's not in it, but the other ingredients that are in it that are with dyes and all this stuff. It's crazy. Wow. That percentage is wild. Sorry to cut you off. I just had to. Yeah, no, don't. And I think that I think the shocking part too, is like, we were like reading some of these statistics and really digging into the research around it. And then we did a bunch of nutritional testing on ourselves and we're like, Oh wait, like we fall into this gap too. You know, I was an environmental science major focused on regenerative agriculture, like thought I was like knew my shit, excuse yeah. my language, but oh, for like, so you know, good. going to the <laughs> farmer's market and buying the right food. And really mm-hmm. you're lucky to be able to like source our food with a lot of attention and just had much more significant gaps that then if you dug into the research, we're like, the outcomes are not going to be optimal for ourselves or our baby, you know, like plenty of babies get made healthily um, without all this additional support. But really we are looking at sort of, I think a look at it of a lot of parents would do anything for their kids. Right. But there, you have a lot of power that I think people didn't understand in pregnancy around being able to support a child's like immune and neurological development from success from day one, mm-hmm. um, beyond needing to wait to give them like the best two order or whatever it is later. Yeah. And at the same time, being able to support yourself such yes. that as a mom, you can absolutely thrive and throw show up as the best version of yourself, which I don't know if you're going to be able to do that when you're like nutritionally depleted, or I'm so impressed by so many friends that can do that better than I can um, <laughs> when you're not like, you know, energetically there in terms of your nutritional value. So yeah. I think it really just turned into this sort of surprise Women are under supported and, you know, brought us pissed off and wanting also selfishly something better for ourselves and then really wanting to be able to support others. So I think we sort of were then, okay, the standard of care isn't cutting it, Mm -hmm. but what, what would be better? And there was just gaps. I would say the pregnant consumer is so understudied that we weren't finding enough answers about what is optimal 
in the clinical research. Like it wasn't there. If you read every single like, you know, clinical study on like what dosage of magnesium can you have in pregnancy? Mm -hmm. So we went to our sort of next best alternative. And that was really calling tons of nutritionally focused women's health practitioners and just being like, Hey, this is a problem that we're interested in. What are you doing with your patients? Would you be able to, would you be willing to help us to sort of like, if you dreamed up what your perfect prenatal was, like, would you help us figure that out? And we did that organically to hundreds of practitioners and collected a good portion of information in, you know, areas where we saw a lot of practitioners agree in areas where they disagreed. And that helped, I think, elucidate a conversation of what became our formulation of, yes, look at the clinical research. And then, yes, look at the like biochemistry, physiology, metabolism. How does a certain nutrient form and dosage get metabolized? Mm, yes. But then really be able to bring alignment between a diverse set of nutritionally aware practitioners around where they were seeing better outcomes in their practice. And that was the core of what we did early on and led to sort of needed as it was very much a collaborative effort. We were lucky to be able to work with a diverse set of practitioners that, you know, ultimately led to our complete plan, what we're known for right now. And that Mm -hmm. was effectively redesigning a prenatal multi from the ground up, going through every single ingredient supplier form dosage, having a reason for why we put it together, but knowing vitamins and minerals alone aren't enough. You're going to have nutrient deficiencies if you're just supplementing with vitamins and minerals. So we also launched at the same time, three other products to be able to give you complete nutrition before, during, and after pregnancy. And then that gets into our um, pre and probiotic because the maternal Mm -hmm. microbiome is so important for pregnancy health. And then effectively as a woman, you give your microbiome to your baby. So you want to make sure it's in an optimal state and leads to the right outcomes of the right strains that are in baby in those early days, a collagen protein, protein needs are elevated in pregnancy and mm-hmm. a couple of the amino acids and collagen are conditionally essential in pregnancy and lead to a whole host of beneficial outcomes if they're there in the right amount. And then an omega-3 as that, you know, DHA, EPA are so important for brain building and hormone balance consecutively. So anyways, that was a long introduction. (laughs) No, it was perfect. And I was so happy to see, I'm personally plant-based and I was so happy to see the DHA EPA Omega was vegan and algae-based. I was like, yes, I'm so happy about that, especially because of just the, you know, the, the, the mercury and the toxins and stuff that can come with fish oils that a lot of people take. And it's just, I was so happy to see that you have that. So I want to talk about that too, but before we get into that, Um, I, it is so clear when you look at your prenatal from someone who obviously knows like what to look for, how much work you put into it and how well, uh, you know, how intelligent these practitioners must have been for you to create this product. Because like you were saying, it's not just that there is enough of each nutrient. Cause I always talk about having a therapeutic range, which is so important to have, especially when you're going into pregnancy, But it's also the form, which you touched on, which is really important. Like a lot of prenatals will have folic acid instead of folate, or it will, it will have uh, B vitamins that are in the methylated form. Like all of this was so incredible when I was looking at your prenatal. And that's something that's really important to think about because if you say you were looking like if you're talking about just the general prenatals that are out there, what do you feel like is the biggest gap that's there? Like, what are the major nutrients that you wanted to focus on? I mean, obviously all of it's important. You also have antioxidants in there, which is amazing. But what are the major things that you were seeing that were missing that you do have in your formulation? Obviously, if you, when you're listening to this, I'm obviously going to put everything in the show notes. You can go to their website. Not only do they have all of the information, like all the products there, but they also educate you on it, which is so cool. It breaks down every single vitamin that's in there, why it's important for you and for baby. Like it is so incredible. But what do you feel like is the big gap that you saw? Like what were the main things that you really wanted? wanted to have in your prenatal? Okay. So yes, the question being what was missing effectively. And I'm going to try, it's a multitude of things, but Mm -hmm. I'm trying to going to try and relay this 
as simply as possible. Mm -hmm. But when you step back a bit at the core, what is missing from most prenatals on the market, at least the ones that you find on like the grocery store shelf or Mm -hmm. most other direct-to-consumer sites, is that they're really designed around the RDAs which is a government standard that matches to the the supplement facts, like the percent daily value you see on every supplement box. Mm -hmm. That is designed to avoid a disease condition, not support yourself optimally. So this gets Mm -hmm. into your kind of question or your thought of like, tell you to look at, you know, therapeutic dosages. And I think by therapeutic dosages, what I think we both mean is dosages that will actually are intended to basically support you optimally. Yeah, make a difference. Like, like get by. Such yeah, that, like, exactly. You, the dosages in a lot of prenatals are probably not even worth supplementing with. They're so low. Like, you better it's like you should no say that point. 30, 40 bucks or whatever it is. Yes. So, yes. I think what you said, the therapeutic ranges absolutely matters as one. So the right dosages, the right nutrient forms that you touched mm-hmm. on, 100%. What you also touched on earlier in the conversation, making sure it doesn't contain any unwanted ingredients mm-hmm. is very important. I think, as you mentioned, a lot of the prescription supplements, they still have red dyes and some of these other, Easy. like not only is the nutrient form wrong, but also there's these like additives that most of us have taken out of, like they're no longer in our cleaning supplies. They're no longer in our makeups, but why are they still in our prenatal supplements? All these oils. Exactly. So those three things are, I would say like table stakes in Mm -hmm. our mind that you mentioned. And then there's some layers on top of it of, I think what, one of the things that we think about that we do really differently at Needed is the whole assortment works together and it's Mm -hmm. intended to work together. And this has led to a lot of our kind of product decisions of a great example of this is our prenatal doesn't have iron, Mm -hmm. right? That's kind of surprising at first because iron is a very important nutrient in pregnancy. You you know, that's why every single OB and midwife is going to test your iron levels Mm -hmm. likely multiple times throughout pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So like, why wouldn't it be in your prenatal supplement? And really the reason is kind of multifold, but one iron interacts with other important minerals, calcium mm-hmm. being one of them that you don't want to supplement with them at the same time, or else you're going to ruin the absorption of both. Yes. And people's need for iron varies pretty significantly. And even for a single person can vary pretty significantly throughout their pregnancy. And because practitioners are testing so readily, we would much rather you know your levels and then dose appropriately. So there's a guide on our website to figure that out because too much iron can be um, non-optimal effectively. Mm -hmm. Um, So we want to be able to sort of instruct around taking it at the right time and place and the right amount for you. And some of that will require, you know, by nutrient having some slightly different tailored instructions. Yeah. And it's not water soluble either. So it's like, you don't want to be taking it consistently and having these really, really high dosages of it if you don't need it. Cause like you said, you don't want too much iron in your system. Like that's not going to be good for you or baby. So I love that it's separate. Um, That was one of the things I loved about your brand as well. Yeah, it can be really high, uh, hard on your microbiome in particular. So really yes. that like assortment of how do things work together such that you're going to be able to uptake the right amounts really matters too. I think mm-hmm. the other part is um, like, can you trust that what the company is saying is on the label is actually in there? Mm-hmm. That they're really the the regulatory requirements for how much testing you need to do are pretty minimal. And we're pretty proud that every batch that we um, ship out is third-party tested. So being able to have that like verification and we'll share kind of COVAs if customers ask for them is an important component. But all of this ultimately gets wrapped together of we were able to make some of these decisions. I mean, some of them is obvious, right? We don't want like red dye in your prenatal. Yeah, um, I just can't believe that some are made with that. It's mind blowing. How you got to what is that optimal dosage of magnesium? What is that optimal dosage of DHA mm-hmm. is a combination of what's in the clinical research, but then really practitioner um, experience of where do they see kind of 
blood levels or other kind of biomarkers or um, effects of the dosing change optimally. But a lot yeah. of that stems down to the, the couple of, you know, high level takeaways of like what to look for and nutrients that are forgotten in others. And one of those is choline is a very mm-hmm. popular one that it's choline is not in most prenatals right now for, or it's there in really low dosages. I think yeah, for it's a like, couple of reasons. It's, of one, it's weird that that's, it's some of them I'll look at. I'm like, it's like 10 milligrams or something. I'm like, what's the point of even having, it's just so it could say choline and people don't know what range to actually look for. But anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah, no, I think it's, um, yeah, because it's really that I think choline was added as an RDA late. Most of the other, all the other kind of vitamins and minerals, their RDAs were set in the 40s and choline wasn't actually set till the 80s. So I think Mm. in some ways it's kind of forgotten and awareness isn't as high because even though, you know, the 1980s were (laughs) 40 years ago at this point, (laughs) it's been crazy. It just takes a while for things to catch up in, you know, medical literature and, and, and in the curriculum. Um, but also it's super bulky. So mm. oh, okay. choline is very difficult to fit in two capsules. So and for people who, sorry, but people who don't know what choline is and why it's needed for pregnancy, can you just touch on that really quick? Cause someone might sure. not know why it's so important. Yeah. So the choline is a nutrient. It's often kind of talked about in combination with the B vitamins because mm-hmm. it works very synergistically with folate and building your, um, baby's neural tube. Um, and sort of early of that, like brainstem formation. Um, so it's usually called a B vitamin, even though it's not slightly a B vitamin, but you can think of it as another vitamin that's out there. Critical for early brain development, both with making folate work properly, but also, um, choline kind of very much structurally plays a role in your cell membranes of your brain and a few other kind of neurotransmitter reactions, acetylcholine being a very important neurotransmitter Mm. for cognitive function. So choline is really known for in the realm of um, the most research around it is cognitive function for baby. Awesome. Thank you. Sorry to cut you off, but I wanted to pop that in there. (laughs) No, no, no. But it's, again, it's one of those nutrients that it's sort of, it's very, very clear and sort of the minimum amount the RDA recommended for choline um, is, uh, depending on pregnancy or postpartum is between 400 and 500 milligrams. But mm-hmm. as you said, most prenatals have 10 to 50 milligrams or not yeah. at all. So there's a really big gap. And then there's a couple of research studies that have come out really showing that supplementing choline at closer to a thousand milligrams, totally. um, can lead to um, beneficial outcomes um, mm-hmm. for a child's cognitive development. There was um, one study that followed kids for seven years and has been able to show pretty significant cognitive outcomes based off of mom not supplementing with choline, supplementing at the RDA or supplementing closer to a thousand milligrams. Um, that's exciting to see. Yeah. I've also heard that supplementing at a thousand milligrams for choline supports reducing your chances of getting preeclampsia too. Um, so just another thing that I read about with choline. So I, I love that that's in there and you have it in the prenatal, but you also have additional choline to take aside from it as well. We do. And that there's a combination for a few reasons of that is I think one managing number of capsules, but two, mm-hmm. there's, you know, some research around if you take the full sort of thousand milligrams of choline at once, your body is not going to be able to absorb it, absorb it all. So mm. we're sort of comfortable with up to 500 milligrams in a okay. single sort of setting for choline absorption and then recommend you taking the rest at another part in the day. So that was part of the intention around bifurcating the products. And then our choline product is also very helpful of, there are like plenty of consumers that love their other prenatal and that's great. Like if you've been happy with yours, but we want to be able to have you come to needed to get your needs met that aren't being met in that prenatal. Choline is one of the biggest ones. So you can, you know, take your other you know, two a day prenatal if that's working for you, but make sure you're taking another two capsules of our choline at some other point in the day to get your choline needs met. And drove drove a lot of the reasons to be able to bifurcate that product. Okay, cool. So you don't recommend taking that extra choline with the prenatal at the same time? 
I would ideal in an ideal world, um, Separated. split it up. So take okay. your, you know, if you're taking our, like when you're taking extra iron or your prat, take it. Yeah. Okay. And iron can be taken together. So you right, can take just... those, um, at dinner or at night or whenever that other meal is. That okay. I got it. Okay, if you're listening to this right now and you are someone who maybe is thinking about the conception process, maybe you're like, mm, I don't actually know when I want that to happen. Maybe you know it's going to be soon. Maybe you don't ever want to get pregnant. You're just listening to this episode because you're listening to it. But maybe you have some cycle issues going on, whether it's irregular, whether it's painful, whether you have a lot of PMS and you know you really want to optimize your cycle. So not only that you could feel better throughout the month, but you can also optimize your reproductive health and every other area of your health because, again, you're cycle is your fifth vital sign. Or maybe you're someone right now who has PCOS or who's on birth control and you want to safely stop birth control, or you want to boost your fertility so that you can have a higher chance of naturally conceiving. I want to make sure that you know about my course, the Mind Your Hormones Method, because this is the reason why I created this course. This is how I got my period regulated out after decades of it being irregular and two years without it. This is how I healed my digestive issues. This is how I healed my migraines. This is how so many women have now been able to have a regular pain-free period, have been able to naturally conceive, even though the doctors told them it was never possible, have been able to start pooping again, even though they were constipated. Like the list goes on and on and on. And the reason why it's so effective for everyone that goes through it is because we're taking a holistic approach. You are going to be working on the major root causes of all hormonal imbalances. So you're working on your blood sugar, your inflammation levels, your nervous system, your gut, and your liver all of which need to be in place in order for your hormones to work optimally and the rest of your body to work optimally, which is obviously what you want. You want optimal health, and that is what the Mind Your Hormones Method helps you do. It is your roadmap to a hormone-supportive lifestyle. So you're going to learn how to do all of those things, the blood sugar, the inflammation, the gut health, the liver, all of this by making simple nutrition and lifestyle changes, and you're going to be creating a lifestyle out of it. This is not a crash diet. This is not something you're just going to do once and then and then that's it, right? This is something you're going to be doing for long-term sustainable success so that you can feel your best, so that you can have optimal health. I'm obsessed with this course. The proof is in the pudding. Like I can't wait for you to check it out. If you have been someone that has been looking at working together, you want this kind of support, this is the place I always recommend people going to because it's so comprehensive. It's your one-stop shop. So head to the show notes to apply to join depending on when you're listening to this, you can always join the course option and get the course immediate access to it at any time. Depending on when you're listening to this will depend on if you are able to join with coaching calls or without. If you're listening to this in real time, you have to join by the end of October, unless you want to join after February to get coaching call options. But all the information will be in the show notes. I cannot wait to help you in there. The show notes will have the application to apply. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, but that is it for now. Let's head into back into the episode with Ryan, all about the amazing prenatals that you could find at Needed. Uh, something else that you were you were talking about was the third party testing that you do, and how some other companies that that the like the standard for what's actually what they have to do is really pretty low. So when you say third party testing. What does that mean for people? Because I want them to understand like this is really important when you're looking at your products, especially when you're pregnant, because if this isn't something that companies do, the thing, the stuff that's actually in the supplement might not be what's on the label, which is crazy that they're actually able to do that. And I don't think people realize that because maybe we're just like so trusting like, okay, this is what's on the label. So this is what's in there. So what's, what's third party testing and why is that something that you guys are really, um, you know, like you do and you're really proud of how that that's going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think fundamentally it comes down to we feel very strong about our sort of brand promise that what we're putting out there, like we can actually show the data behind that it's there. So the third party label testing, we do it for a few different reasons. And so one is like ingredient sort of validation that sort of, you know, we say there's 300 milligrams of vitamin C in that's what the label claim is, is that actually there? Mm. And you would think that that's like a super easy question. If you like know your input, 300 milligrams is there, but things can get degraded in the manufacturing process or um, ingredients from the underlying ingredient supplier can have a range of, Mm. you know, what's their potency. So um, the, the testing helps validate both stability 
and that sort of we got the overages correct and a whole host of other things to make Mm. sure that vitamin is actually there. And um, third-party testing also validates to make sure that things that we don't want in the product aren't there. Mm. Um, And um, so that can go from herbicides and pesticides to an issue that we had really recently um, that I can share about, but our, like our stress support, um, we do claim it as gluten-free because Mm -hmm. all of the underlying ingredients are gluten-free ingredients. We had to do a last minute supplier switch for the oat straw, um, because it was out of stock and we didn't want to miss a production deadline we test products for gluten to be able to make sure we can validate our gluten-free train. And the the testing came back that it was not entirely gluten-free, that wow. there was some mixing of the oat straw in wherever that ingredient supplier was manufacturing it. It was a teeny, teeny, tiny amount. Mm-hmm. So we decided to still release the product because mm-hmm. it was far less than what you would get from a single restaurant meal in terms of gluten exposure or far less than um, what is known to trigger any sort of celiac episode or things like that. We actually had some of our practitioner friends that are celiac tested before we released it to consumers. But we want customers to know that like we're testing for gluten. And then we had to email all of our subscribers being like, hey, we wanted to let you know, here's the exact amount of gluten that we tested for here are the results. Here's why we're still comfortable with you taking it, even if you wow. like have these health conditions. And so the, the ingredient testing, I guess, is a check on just production and making mm. sure things are kind of going the way that you are. And then now we've had, it's been able to lead us to, we were doing all of those, you know, postpartum um, testing, but now we have implemented even like gluten testing on um, incoming ingredients that are high risk. So going forward, oat straw will always be sort of tested for gluten before it goes into blending with the other ingredients. So we don't have to have this kind of whoops moment of there is a slight amount of gluten there, even though it's so tiny, Mm -hmm. we still have to be like, hey, guys, we apologize, but we're still comfortable. But here's the issue. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I love the transparency and that you contacted everybody. Because this is what people want in products that they're using, especially when it comes to pregnancy and taking care of themselves and their baby. Like they want to be able to trust the products that they're using. And I love how transparent you are and that you emailed everyone. You did all the things like that's so incredible. I love that. And there's probably a lot of companies that wouldn't do that. So um, I'm really glad that you shared that and that you do do that. Um, okay. So I want to just talk really quickly about, I love how you have... Um, the trimester plans um, in your needed, you know, like database of all the things that you could get. What made you do that? Like, what is maybe the differences for preconception, first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, postnatal? Um, because again, a lot of people just get a prenatal, take it when they first become pregnant, not even before they're pregnant, and then just do the same thing throughout. So what made you separate things like that? And what's like the biggest difference? I know you touched on iron, which I know is different between each trimester, but are there other things that are different for each trimester for people to think about and maybe like just flag if they're in a specific trimester right now? Yeah, absolutely. And can you hear me okay? My neighbor's oh, gardener yeah. came in. Okay. So oh, nope. I'm don't hear it at all. My headphones are cutting out the sound well. <laughs> yeah, you're um, good. So really, so the impetus for the trimester plans were ultimately to make it easier for the end consumer, right? Mm. So we started with our complete plan, which pairs those four products that I mentioned before of how do you, these are basically supports your baseline needs before, during, and after pregnancy. Sort of start with the complete plan and you'll be well suited. But there are areas where additional support at certain stages is really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, one of that is like, you know, hydration support for while you're a nursing mom. It's yeah. so important to have those extra like electrolytes to be able to maintain your milk supply. Mm. So we've been launching since our complete plan, other products that are intended to provide that additional support, those additional needs. So we have a that pregnancy um, 
a pregnancy safe, like sleep support, um, mm. for example, which is something that a lot of pregnant mamas, you know, can struggle with, um, with sleep, but a lot of the alternatives that they used to use aren't really recommended for pregnancy. So we wanted right. to be that tool, but it's not a must have. You like don't need to have sleep support. It's really one of those beneficial add-ons. And, and what's in your sleep support? Yeah. The, the, um, the core products are glycine, magnesium and L-theanine. And then we also use, um, some real chamomile, um, the a natural sort of herb to support sleep and relaxation Love that. as well in there. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. a lot of people will use melatonin or CBD and obviously those things are not recommended during pregnancy. So that's, why I was curious what's in it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's like, it's a gentler sleep support, but mm-hmm. people have talked about that. It makes a big difference for them. I love it. Awesome. I think it's just like turned into a routine of, yeah. it is slightly sweet that it's sort of that Ooh. like wind down after dinner of something to like look forward to when I might otherwise start like, I don't know, snacking on yeah. chocolate or something like that <laughs> yeah. to be able to just focus on my sleep support instead so it's become a ritual that way. Um, is it a powder? It is a powder. Okay. Yeah. So you put it in water. Okay, cool. Exactly. And we have had requests for pills of it. I think the trickiness is the clinically studied dosages. Cause there are some for sleep for the glycine and the L-theanine and the magnesium are higher than what would probably be ideal. So it'd be a lot of capsules oh, and we don't okay. want to add like another eight capsule product where, right. um, the, the beverage form is, you know, allow you to get the recommended dosages and hopefully a more pleasant manner. Totally. Okay, cool. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> um, but ultimately the, the trimester plans were intended to help guide you of, if you did want more than just the complete plan, here are some of the additional challenges at that life stage and where you can be additionally supported. For example, um, our prenatal multivitamin has 4,000 IU of vitamin D. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. I was so happy when I saw that because vitamin D, low vitamin D levels, which you obviously know because you put it in there, is correlated to infertility and reproductive disorders and all of these things. So I love that you have that in there. Sorry, continue. <laughs> the the vitamin D at 4,000 IU is like an optimal dose for mm-hmm. pregnancy and um, benefit from more, but really like 4,000 IU is just like, is a fantastic place to be in. And I'm certainly the minimum where we would want mamas, but for nursing, 1,000 IU is really the minimum mm-hmm. that you want. Mm-hmm. So, um, our like fourth trimester plan includes a separate vitamin D. So you Love can it. add on 2,000 IU vitamin D or more to your 4,000 IU in the prenatal. So we just, we try to make it easier for the mm-hmm. consumer to basically understand, okay, like based off of the research, I now need to up my vitamin D now that I'm postpartum. But instead of having to go figure that out and what do I want to put in the cart, I can right. just switch from the third trimester to the fourth trimester bundle. So that That's was really awesome. the intent of those plans. And then they, by bundling the products together, the consumer can get um, a better price. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I was super impressed by that as well. Cause a lot of prenatals will have like 400 IUs of vitamin D. So you have to definitely like supplement a lot and everyone's vitamin D levels are different. So it's always great to get tested. Some people will definitely need more than the 4,000 IUs, but I love that it's a pretty high dosage of it because even if they need more, they might only need to get like a thousand IU capsule or something, or what you have is the 2000, which is amazing. Um, so I absolutely love that. Now I, one other thing that I wanted to ask you, because you touched on it before, but we started talking about something else, is your pre and probiotic that you have. Are those specific strains in there for you know pregnancy? Like, how did you come up with that formulation for the pre and probiotic? Yes, the pre and probiotic was designed specifically for pregnancy. Of really, in talking to our practitioner base and some other researchers, we were really designing for, again, this knowing that the maternal microbiome is so critical, both for like mom's, you know, outcomes in pregnancy, whether or not she becomes GBS positive or associations with preterm birth, but also in that seeding of baby's gut, which starts um, in utero and certainly continues through the vaginal canal and through um, skin to skin and breastfeeding of wanting to make sure sort of mom was getting optimal kind of strengths. And so we designed that product 
really from the ground up. And what's unique about it is it pairs spore forming, non-spore forming lacto and BIF strains and some prebiotics to feed the strains that you can't supplement with Mm -hmm. um, holistically into like one sort of easy package. And it's been a very, very popular product of ours. A lot of our practitioners will say, it basically replaces three products that they used to recommend and now can just recommend one. So it makes the experience for the customer, you know, much simpler as we do want to, you know, minimize the pill fatigue. Yeah. I, uh, can you explain the difference between spore and non-spore? Um, I love spore-based probiotics. So can you just explain what the difference is and why you have both in there? Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, the, the high level picture is that they just do slightly different things in the gut. The spore forming actually pro- like create a protective spore. So they're mm-hmm. super, super sturdy organisms and they really are used to be really readily available in soil, soil, but they've been removed from our soil system. So we used to be able to get enough spores from just like eating vegetables that had a little bit of dirt left on them, but we're not getting Which we that don't do anymore. Anymore. <laughs> so reason yeah. for supplementing them. And then they end up being just sort of nice kind of keystone species in your gut of kind yeah. of putting that like foundational kind of landscape there um, for your microbiome. And then the non-spore formers um, are what you would find more readily available in sort of the fermented foods mm-hmm. like yogurt or um sauerkraut and but what's nice about supplementing a couple of the specific strains that we supplement versus just relying on food is that there you know there are many different types of um lactobacillus Mm -hmm. um and being able to have some strain specifics that are clinically studied for pregnancy to make sure you are getting the recommended amount of those on top of of the lactobacillus you would get in your sauerkraut or in your yogurt that both are beneficial mm-hmm. but they play slightly different roles in the ecosystem awesome love okay love that thank you for explaining that uh yeah i just i'm just obsessed with this company i love it so much i love that you are just focusing on the forms, the amount, all of that. And like you said before, you're really focusing on optimal health, which is what every single person who's listening to this podcast is all about because your body needs nutrients just to do what it does on a daily basis. So we need extra nutrients if we're going to have a baby or if we want to have energy or if we want to have nice hair, skin, and nails. Like Your body doesn't care about that. It's not going to put those nutrients there if you're not getting enough of it. So I love that you're talking about this and that you talked about how the amounts that are in regular prenatals are like just to prevent disease and to prevent like birth defects. But we want better than that. Like we don't want to just prevent disease and birth defects. We want to have as healthy of a baby and feel our best during the process as possible. And I feel a difference taking your supplements. Like I really, really do. And I've been taking supplements for so many years and I was taking high quality prenatal, uh, uh, prenatal vitamins for months that I, liked, but I, when I tried yours, I actually felt like I have more energy. Like I really do feel the difference. And I don't say that lightly because again, I'm very, very particular. So I am so wholeheartedly behind this company. And I'm so grateful that you made this and I came across it because I'm so like selfishly. So I'm able to take it, but also to pass it along to my community and my clients, because I want them to also have the best. And this is the best of the best. So before we wrap up, Can you just like say, what are some red flags? Maybe a woman who is taking a prenatal that's not needed brand right now can just like maybe look out for. I know there's so many different things and obviously there's so many different ranges and stuff that they can go to the needed website and look at. But if there were like three to five, however many you can think of, like not too many, but just some red flags that they can maybe look at, whether that's something in the other ingredients, something of a form of something or anything that they could look at into their prenatal right now to make them know like, oh, okay, I definitely should switch it. Yeah. Um, a couple of the early ones, the quickest is folic acid, um, mm-hmm. instead of a methylfolate form for sure. Yes. Um, cyanocobalamin as your mm-hmm. B12 form instead of methyl or denosylcobalamin. Mm-hmm. Those are like quickest looks, look at a label and they're using the cheapest form available versus the form that your body can actually metabolically use. So I think that's a quick 
kind of gut check, I think looking at the other ingredients line and making sure you recognize all of those other ingredients that there <laughs> yeah. aren't like, you know, some surprises. A lot of people don't there. even know to look down there, right? Like they'll just look at what's in there, but other ingredients, like it's right at the bottom, like in little small print, like, please read that. Yes. Yeah. So those are two places to get started. And then I also like would recommend it. The third is just if you look down the whole label and like everything is at a hundred percent of the daily value or below, that's a flag of like, mm-hmm. it's a, it's designed around the RDAs versus higher. I will say that doesn't mean in all cases, just being higher is better. We Mm -hmm. see as something that's very common um, that we hear quite often from our practitioner base is like, because so many folks know to avoid folic acid now, for example, methylfolate is a very like ingredient of vogue of folks to look out for. Mm -hmm. So because of that, a lot of companies have really pushed the methylfolate dosage is high because they think that's a good kind of marketing tool to be able to have that high of methylfolate dosages. But not all women do well on super high dosages of methylfolate. The way that it interacts with your serotonin neurotransmitter actually can lead to pretty significant mood imbalances in certain women if you have too much. So that is a little bit of this like, right, there is no one size fits all. But there, there is around certain ingredients in that like ours were designed with so much practitioner input and patient data that we're able to get it pretty close to where it can be optimal for the widest variety without having folks have to pay for a full kind of customization. But there, anyways, that low isn't always better, but high isn't always better. It's really mm. around getting that sort of optimal dose and... And that's where I think if you do have questions, like reach out to our customer Mm -hmm. service. Hello, this is needed. And we're happy to kind of share information on other prenatals. We ended up actually one of our practitioners reviewed now 75 other prenatals. Um, So you can write in what you're taking and we can give you sort of what her take is around what you might be missing, what could be too high, what can be too low. So you can either make an informed switch Or if you are happy, like add in our choline or whatever the other kind of thing is to round it out. Oh, amazing. And go to the Nita website. Obviously, all of this will be in the show notes because they have so much education there. So you can read why things are important, where it's coming from, the amounts to take. Like it's so, so educational, which I love that you really are trying to educate your consumer as well, which is so important. So definitely go check all of that out. Um, we have codes for you because obviously once I realized I was obsessed with this, I was like, okay, I need to help my community try these out. So you also have sample packs um, that they could try out, which I have a code for that. All of this will be in the show notes. So just check the show notes if you're going to try them out. Um, the complete plan is amazing. The sample packs. I love that you also have, if people have like never taken supplements before, some people will experience nausea when taking like such a high amount all of a sudden, which is why you have that starter prenatal that has still a great amount in there, but it's just less to kind of get your body used to it, which I love because a lot of clients will come to me and they'll never have experienced any uh, type of supplement and they will experience that nausea. So I'm really glad that you also have that. So everything will be in the show notes. You save 20% off your first order, like all the things. It's just so amazing. Please, please, please go check them out. I highly recommend their products. You know, I would never be bringing somebody on if I don't use them or I wasn't fully backing them. Um, I so appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about this and just creating this product because it's so needed. Obviously, the name of it, <laughs> pun intended. Um, is That's any- where the name came from of just is like it? kept talking about this is what's needed. This is what's needed. And then they're like, why don't you guys just call yourselves that? And I at first, love it, it of course, felt like super icky. And then we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I love, and your packaging is so cute. It's so aesthetic. Like I just love everything about it. It's so amazing. So before we go, is there anything that you just want to leave the listener with anything you would tell them to start off with just like any little nugget that you want to leave them with? I think the biggest thing is just like, there's a lot of information covered. And if you aren't, I think Corinne with your following, your followers might be super versed in nutrition since they've been listening to you and getting educated by you for so long. But this stuff is really overwhelming. Yeah. And you don't need to be 
an expert on how do you read like a nutritional label. I think you need to know a little bit to be an informed consumer because sadly, just in our world these days, like you have to know a little bit around who can you trust and how do you ask the right questions. But our intent and our hope is really to bring this kind of collective of practitioners together to do the work for you such that like you can sort of rest assured that you're being supported optimally. Yes. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being here. Everyone go check the show notes, please order them. And this is also, okay, wait, one last thing, because I want to see if your recommendation is what mine is too. When do you recommend people start taking a prenatal? Because a lot of people will just start taking it once they get pregnant. And I don't recommend that. And I know you don't either. So whether you're listening to this and you're already pregnant or you're thinking about getting pregnant, when do you recommend they start taking um, the prenatal, the complete plan, all of that? As early as possible. Like, honestly, like you could be a college kid just knowing that like you want kids one day. It's never too early because effectively, like joking aside, like getting your nutrient levels correct doesn't just help you build a baby. It helps you just like your whole kind of system, as you had mentioned, current energetically, metabolically, just Mm -hmm. work properly. And um, because... Like, so thinking about nutritional kind of completeness as soon as you want, such that when you are actually ready to have a baby, you don't have a catch up period to sort of have the hormone balance and all of these other things. So Mm -hmm. the short answer is it's never too early to start. But really what our practitioners will say is three to six months Mm -hmm. at a minimum before trying to conceive. Yes. Amazing. That's what I say too. I'm like six months in advance, like at least get going on that, especially because first trimester, the baby really uses a lot of your nutrient stores. So you want to make sure you already have that. So uh, I love that. Thank you again, Ryan. I so appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. This was so amazing. Everyone head to the show notes. Oh, and um, what's your Instagram handle, which we'll put in the show notes as well. Sure. The company is at needed. And then I am at Rye Rye Woodbury. So perfect. Amazing. And the best thing you could do to support um, Ryan and our guests when they come on is to share your takeaways, screenshot this, share it on your Instagram, tag both of us. Please let us know what you took away from this and share this information because it's so important. So thank you for listening and I will chat with you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.